Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. And so the tip about the meat is that, you know, babies can eat soft shreddable strips of meat. I always say, if you can shred the meat between your fingers and your thumb, then it's safe for the baby to eat with their gums, but not all cuts of meat fit the bill. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. Today I've got four helpful baby led weaning tips that you may not know about. And this episode kind of came together because I was recently working with a brand new baby, baby Brayden. We started her baby led weaning experience when she was six months plus two weeks old. She was sitting up on her own. Mom is a friend of mine from preschool in my neighborhood and she had done not baby led weaning with her first baby. And she's like, I'm interested in this for my second baby, baby Brayden. So we got started and it was very slow. If you guys follow me on Instagram at baby led wean team, documented all of baby Brayden's first 10 days. And like a lot of babies, she just really did not take to feeding herself solid foods for the first couple of days. And that's very, very typical. We're about now in real time. I'm about a month out from when we started with her. She's still just now starting to reach for the foods. We were kind of putting them in her hand for her at the beginning. She really loves the preloaded spoon. But this baby had a very typical slow start to solid foods. And I know sometimes when that happens, parents will say, well, gosh, what am I doing wrong? And it's not your job to make your baby eat. If you've been 
listening to the podcast for a while or you've been taking any of my courses, you know that we have our own jobs in feeding. And if we follow Ellen Satter's division of responsibility in feeding theory, we as parents are responsible for what the baby eats and when they eat and where they eat. But ultimately, our baby is responsible for how much or even whether they eat. So whenever you're feeling pressure, oh my gosh, my baby's not eating. I'm not doing this right. Remember, it's not your job to make your baby eat. But if we look at our jobs, what the baby eats, when they eat and where they eat, there's some little tweaks that we can make there to ensure success or at least set our babies up for success and make sure we're doing our job and kind of holding up our end of the bargain in feeding. So here are four helpful tips about food preparation that can maybe help you do your job about what your baby is eating. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. Tip number one, poaching fruit. If your fruit is not soft enough to be offering it to baby, so we talk about offering foods about the size of your adult pinky finger, strips that babies can pick up and feed to themselves, they need to be soft and pass what some people call the squish test, where you squish it between your forefinger and your thumb. And there's a little bit of give. Mango, for example, okay? If you sometimes buy the mango from Costco, because I hate cutting mango myself, and it's never soft enough. It's super rock hard. If it snaps or it breaks, it makes a crunchy noise, crunchy, crispy, hard, raw foods like that, we do not offer those to early eaters. You can drop that in a little bit of water, poach it until it's fork tender, cool it, and offer that nice soft strip of fruit to your baby. I just did this with baby Braden. We started with melon. You know, you buy a melon, you don't know what you're going to get inside of there, right? And she was coming over to eat melon and the melon wasn't ripe yet. I wasn't going to wait four days to feed her melon and not let her eat anything else. If we're doing melon that day, I could just cut the melon into strips, poach them, make them fork tender, make a nice soft little cooked melon strip. We cook vegetables all the time, but a lot of times we forget about the benefits of cooking fruit in order to make it soft. Also releases some of that fructose, the naturally occurring fruit sugar, and makes it even a little bit sweeter through the cooking process. And that's perfectly fine for your baby to have. So any fruit, I've done this with plums, I've done it with peaches, I've done it with pretty much any fruit on the 100 first foods list. I have a list of a hundred different foods your baby can eat before one and 20 of them are fruit foods. And a lot of times we end up just poaching them to make them soft for the baby to eat. If you want to grab a copy of that 100 first foods list, I give it away for free to everybody on my online video training workshop called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. You can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your copy of the 100 first foods list if you go to babyledweaning.co. So tip number one is to poach the fruit. That helps you kind of get through the fruit list. Another one is making porridge for the whole grains. Okay. There's a starchy foods category on the 100 first foods list. And parents are always like, Katie, I love the idea of feeding carbohydrate foods beyond pasta, potatoes, and rice to my baby. But all these wacky whole grains on your 100 first foods list are driving me crazy because I don't know how to make them. A lot of these foods like farro and buckwheat 
and sorghum. They work well as porridges. And inside of my courses, I can teach you how to make all of them into baby led weaning, like cereals essentially that you can offer off of a preloaded spoon. But for every one of those whole grains, not everyone, I've tried a few that have failed, but for a lot of them, and I'll give you a perfect example. Um, buckwheat is a really good one. When the buckwheat cereal kind of cools down a little bit and gets lukewarm, we end up with a nice kind of gelatinous consistency. It's still safe for the baby to swallow, but you can then form it into little logs. I've been working on a better name for it. My intern was like, you need to stop calling them whole grain logs. It doesn't sound appealing. It doesn't. Basically, you form the cool down cereal into strips about the size of your adult pinky finger, and you offer those strips to the baby who can then pick it up and feed it to themselves. So for baby Brayden, I just did this with Frika. It's a whole grain that we made into a porridge-like cereal, but when it cools down, offered into the little logs and she could kind of pick it up. We could at least put it in her hands and she could try to eat it that way. It's also just a much more efficient way to offer whole grains because of course, like little tiny, tiny pieces of food, babies can't pick those up by themselves. So tip number two, make those whole grains into porridges that in turn, when they cool, you can offer into little pieces about the size of your finger that the baby can pick up and feed to themselves. The next tip is regarding meat. I know the protein foods can freak parents out. And when it comes to meat, I always say, if you can shred the meat between your finger and your thumb, then it's safe for your baby to eat with their gums. And we do not offer solid pieces of meat to babies like pieces of steak or pieces of pork chop. If you can't shred those with your finger and your thumb, it is not safe for your baby to eat with their gums. And if you're kind of new to the idea of offering your baby meat, I'm always an advocate of if your family eats animal products and it's safe for your baby to eat those as well, you just need to know a little bit about some safe food preparation methods. So if you want to learn more about, you know, choosing the fattier cuts of meat and how to safely prepare them, especially when it comes to beef and pork, I don't feed steak and I don't feed pork chops, but there are many other cuts of beef and pork that are safe for babies to eat. Go and listen to the episode called Red Meat Your Baby Can Safely Eat. That's episode number 177. And then in episode 178, I share more about white meat that your baby can safely eat. Besides baby led weaning, what other type of podcasts do you like to listen to? Well, if you're into true crime and you also dig traveling, I want to tell you about a new podcast you are going to love. The new podcast is called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that all take place on vacation. So the show is hosted by a true crime fanatic and her comedy writer husband, and he has a TV producing partner. So Slaycation brings a totally unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, what the heck stories of vacations gone horribly wrong from the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, their two recently engaged lovebirds, whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended up underwater. Every episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that will intrigue you. I think you're going to love the discussion between the longtime married couple and the business partners. They also happen to be an Emmy-nominated TV producer's Every episode of Slaycation also includes humor and takeaway and travel tips that are going to keep your next family vacation from becoming your last. So if you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, working towards those soft, shreddable strips of meat, babies can safely eat those. We just did rib meat with baby Brayden on day four. And she did wonderful with this. This was only her fourth day of eating, and yet she was 
holding it in her hand. She was sucking it. She was enjoying the taste. But I also was sharing inside of the content there how to puree it and offer it out of a preloaded spoon, how to puree it and offer it out of an open cup. There's lots of wonderful things you can do to get your baby that nutrition from meat. Final tip is when it comes to vegetables, Okay, a lot of times parents will be like, oh, my baby only likes fruit, Katie. Well, if you only offer fruit, your baby's only ever going to eat fruit. I want to remind you to offer as many vegetable servings per week as you do fruit. Okay, I've got 20 vegetables on the 100 First Foods list and 20 fruits. And each week we do one new fruit on Monday, a new vegetable on Tuesday, starchy food on Wednesday, protein food on Thursday, allergenic food on Friday. Again, if you stay moving through that rotation, you'll always have as many vegetable offerings for your baby as you do fruit. And that's very, very important, especially when you're in that very crucial flavor window, this period of time where babies will like and accept a wide variety of foods and flavors and tastes and textures. It doesn't stick around forever. Okay. And so we really need to hit that baby hard when they're willing to pick up these foods and bring them to their mouth and try some of those more bitter vegetables or the dark green leafy vegetables. Um, I have a whole episode about bitter vegetables and how to safely offer those to baby. That's episode 155. So don't be shy about doing vegetables and don't be shy about taking a break from fruit. If you find your baby preferentially going for that fruit, I often encourage parents to take what I call a fruit vacation. Take a break from fruit. You don't have to offer fruit every day. You don't have to offer fruit every meal. Okay, so I have a whole episode called the fruit vacation. This concept I've kind of coined about how to take a break from fruit or help babies who overly favor fruit. The fruit vacation episode is number 209. So hope you guys have a couple of tips there now for moving forward. Again, poaching fruit to make it soft, making porridge out of the whole grains that you then offer off of a preloaded spoon and you can turn it into little logs that your baby can self-feed, shredding meat, and offering fatty cuts of soft, shreddable strips of meat that babies can self-feed, and then offering as many vegetable servings as you do fruits. Again, grab that 100 First Foods list if you need more ideas about foods your baby can safely eat. That's free for everyone on my one-hour online video training workshop called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. If you haven't taken this workshop yet, I've just redone it. It is so helpful for parents who like have maybe been dabbling in baby led weaning, but you really haven't like cracked the code with it yet, or you just want to see what it's supposed to look like. I know we're on a podcast where we're learning through our ears, but sometimes seeing really is believing, especially with baby led weaning. That training baby led weaning for beginners is available to you at babyledweaning.co. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> 